This is the Self-Development Podcast, episode number 24. Welcome to the podcast all about personal growth, pursuing goals, and becoming a better version of yourself. My name is Leonos Kakidando, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how people around you have influence over your pursuit. I think we all know that to a large extent, the people that are around us can affect how we pursue our goals. They can either affect us directly or they can affect what exactly we do or the progress we're trying to make. Now, if you're around people that care about the fact that uh, the goals that you're pursuing are important to you, then you might be lucky and have people that, number one, don't get in your way, or number two, actively support you in some shape or form. But if you are surrounded by people that don't think that what you're pursuing is important, then you risk having people around you that are intentionally or unintentionally trying to hold you back or people that directly sabotage your efforts because they don't think it's important uh, the way you feel that it's important. So we have to be careful about accepting things that you know could potentially make things worse for us, could potentially derail us from a very important personal goals. In fact, I think pursuing goals does this thing which is very important that I've just talked about, which is it challenges you to think of what should be acceptable around you. And as a dreamer, it should not be acceptable that the people around you, intentionally or unintentionally, prevent you from making the progress towards very important goals. I think this is a bit of a sensitive matter. I mean, rightly so, because it is something that challenges, you know, the status quo. And pursuing goals almost always challenges the status quo. And if you don't know what the status quo is, is basically it challenges the way things are. If you get into college, right, and your whole educational background, you've been focusing on the sciences, and you get to college and you take, you know, medicine or something, for you to quit halfway and say, no, I'm great at drawing and I want to become a cartoonist, is something that could, you know, make people feel like there's something wrong with you. While in truth, there's nothing wrong. It's just that you have a passion in another field, a field that you're confident that you can actually succeed in. But then you can get resistance if you're around the wrong people. And this resistance can go so far as to, you know, making you feel as though you have an ultimatum. You either stick to the original plan or you, you know, take a hike or you, you know, not really get out, but get outcasted, which is kind of unfair if you think about it. However, the very nature of pursuing goals is meant to be like this. It's really meant to test your resolve what you've believed in for so long and whether or not you're ready to make such important sacrifices and to face such significant battles. The great news about all this is that there is one technique in which we as dreamers 
can prevent ourselves from being around negative influences or influences that don't necessarily care about whether or not we accomplish what's important to us. And that way is by seeking people who are like-minded. I mean, there is no other way to get there as far as other people are concerned. We as dreamers have a responsibility to ensure that even if we have not started off um, surrounded by people that believe in us, it is our responsibility to seek out those important relationships. And I usually um, advise this or suggest this as an actual tactic, as a strategy. If you want to become successful in business, you need to be spending a lot more time with people that have made more progress than you in business. This will, you know, open your eyes, ears, and minds to things you never once understood or once knew. Things that you cannot get from people that don't have that kind of practical experience. So we owe it to ourselves to seek people who are just like us. Be intentional with your support structure. And by that, I mean, you don't need to give everyone, you know, <laughs> more or less the key to your heart or the key to your, your personal side or the key to your hopes, the key to your dreams. Have people that can talk to you on a very personal level, very deep level, but make sure that they're the type of people that are supportive of you wanting to pursue what it is you want. Of course, that means you have to reciprocate that whenever they want to pursue um, things that are important to them and they want to put confidence and trust in you, then you should show the same. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty important to set up some kind of a structure, even if it does not have a lot of people, um, of people who get you in a way that makes you feel, you know, a bit more confident in yourself and what it is you want to pursue. It is extremely, extremely important. Without having this, without having this sort of support structure, the pursuit of goals can be really brutal. It can be really lonely. Um, simply because the very nature of pursuing goals challenges you to deal with things you've never dealt before. And to deal with them all on your own can, can really take a toll on you. So create a support structure. My advice is that you have an online and offline support structure. When you have an offline support structure, we're talking about people that um, always provide positive or constructive criticism to what it is you do. People that challenge you to go beyond, you know, who you, who you currently are or what you can currently do. People who, even though they cannot support you financially, they will definitely not say you're wasting your time. They won't laugh at you. They, they won't make you feel like you're doing something insignificant. And this can be anyone practically. I mean, you need to know yourself. You need to know what your crew is like, what your clique is like, what your family is like for you to really, you know, solidify um, such support structures. And when it comes to online, online is something we cannot avoid in this day and age. We spend a huge chunk of time online. And for many of us, we spend an even greater amount of time online than doing any other activity, uh, sorry, on social media than doing 
any other activities. So it is important that if whatever is going on in your offline uh, life is somewhat aligned to what's going on in your online life. It doesn't need to be 100% match, but you could take advantage of the many, you know, important things you could get by aligning your online with your offline. For example, the people that you follow, if you begin to follow people who are just like you, and I mean just like you, who are doing the exact same things you're doing, you will feel quite at home because more or less they will be speaking your language, right? Developers who follow other developers understand developer jokes, right? So a person um, posts memes or funny videos related to what it is you do uh, and only you can get it. That's, that's what I mean, like follow people that are like you. And at that, you should also target people who are like you, but who are more successful or more accomplished. This will motivate you and put it in your mind that this is possible, that if someone can get there, then this is possible, that you need to figure out a way of how you could get there as well. This is something that people really, 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 really tr truly take for granted. The fact that we can have role models online is a thing it's practical and there is more to it than just that you can um, follow how they do things because a lot of these people who eventually make it begin to talk about their process begin to break down how they got there so it is worth your while to have a good portion of your followership or the people that you follow um, have something related to what it is you're trying to do. It will really feel as if you're building a community around the goals you're trying to seek. Do not, do not just use social media as just another you know, communication tool. It's also a place where you can build community. And another one last note about um, online communities. You know, offline, um, I personally have found it kind of difficult to Make people understand that, you know, I'm, I, develop, I develop video games and um, it's a thing that I'm really passionate about. I mean, they don't really reject this idea, but they sort of like just dismiss it like, yeah, okay, cool, that's, that's cute. But when I began to create a community or join communities that are around what I like, which is game development, they, they opened my eyes to how this industry works and influenced me to even consider, you know, uh, creating material that, that I could sell online. I may not have the confidence to sell it offline to people that I feel may not get what it is that I'm doing, but online I'm very confident and I can actually make some, some proper uh, cash uh, over time, of course, when I decide to engage the community. So that is really um, an advantage to consider. Here's another thing that you must understand. Success stories tend to be rare in places where success stories are rare. And what this means is that if you're surrounded by people that, you know, don't end up pursuing things that are you know, far-fetched or things that are ambitious, 
then more than likely people will pick up on that and begin to adopt a similar mindset. Again, birds of the feather stick together, right? There are places where it's almost difficult to imagine people thinking about space programs, right? In in this world. And simply because the stories about things related to, you know, space travel, or I don't know if it's called space engineering, (laughs) I have no idea. But because in such places, even talk of such things is really rare. So you have to understand the challenge you have ahead of you. Even you with your modest goals to say that you want to create um, a huge tech firm, okay, or an application firm, a kind of a small Facebook in your area, or maybe that's too far-fetched. Let's just say that you just want to open a supermarket. If the people around you are you know, mostly accountants, if the people around you are mostly, you know, doctors, uh, people who are doing the quote unquote, like traditional um, uh, jobs and are making a living through traditional means, it really, really um, creates a very challenging atmosphere for you. Not just because uh, you don't have that kind of you know, role model, local role model to look up to. But it also means that the mindset in the area has sort of been solidified around what people have been familiar with. So if you try to introduce something completely, completely new, it will definitely, you know, get some, some sort of resistance or some sort of surprise. Now, depending on just how creative you are and how you use your imagination, that surprise could be good. It could allow you to launch something that ends up becoming massively successful. But again, if you're creative and you're strategic in some way. But my point is this, you have to realize that this challenge to break free from what is normal to so many people is a great challenge. And it is one you must be prepared to fight harder than someone else who's in an environment where, uh, you know, deciding to become an animator is quite normal. Deciding to become a 3D artist is quite normal. Deciding to make a living only blogging is quite normal. Deciding to make a living only podcasting is quite normal. You have to make sure that you fight um, this knowing that despite the fact that you are not in an environment that you won't get the most immediate support, it's not because it's just you, but it's also because that's how things are. And so you have to do a lot more work than someone else who's probably in a situation where that type of support is available. And so, which brings me to a really, really, really important point. Decide to lead and not to be led. More often than not, achievers are always pushed down the path of leadership. They're always forced down that path, especially those who do break uh, groundbreaking uh, things because they are the first. So people look to them. So develop early, you know, your self-leadership. And your self-leadership is all about saying, No, I know that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of you think that this doesn't make sense. 
but I know that it makes sense and this is why it makes sense and I'm willing to go the whole way to show you just why this makes sense. This dream that I'm dreaming is something that could benefit not just me, but could benefit you. It could, you know, bring diversity to such a diverse society and on and on and on where you're trying to ensure that you are not just here to pursue your goal, but you're here to show people what's possible. And that's one thing that leaders do a lot. So when it comes to pursuing goals, do not dismiss this idea where you may have to take the responsibility for a movement. And if you really pay attention to this, if you really work on this, it will really not just set you apart, but it will really put you in a great place in terms of, you know, becoming an authority in the field that you're in. I don't know why it is we run away from leadership um, by default, which is something that I believe we do, that we don't really step up to it. Um, because we, because one of the things that I think we, we do is that we, we blame external, we blame a lot of the conditions that happen around us on, on, on people. We don't, we don't want to say, maybe this is something I want to look at, and maybe this is something on a fix. But anyway, that's going down another rabbit hole that uh, <laughs> that is probably going to be a topic for discussion of another day. But as far as pursuing your goals is concerned, you must be ready to step up uh, to a leadership role. And you must be able to make sure that despite other people not understanding what it is you're doing, that you are going to show them that by pursuing this, by going after this, by becoming this type of person, that there is nothing wrong with it, that there is only great benefits and that the people who decide to go down that path aren't people that are, you know, crazy, aren't people that are, you know, not serious with life. No, they're just human beings with different and important, you know, goals and it's okay to have that in a society because it makes such societies you know more exciting to be in more exciting to to grow in so um i think as a final note i will say this because i don't want ultimately to make you feel as if um, the people around you are not people that you should have around you no but as far as your goals are concerned you do have to appreciate that they have influence over a lot of what it is you're trying to do. So here's a tip. Um, I do know that uh, it can be difficult to just say, okay, then just, you know, start being around people that get you more. That may not be too easy all the time, but what you can do, especially after I've just talked about leadership, is decide to become the type of person you want others to be around you. Simply put, if you want this type of a person to be around you, well, you should try to become that type of person yourself to other people. And, you know, as a leader, everything begins with you. So become the type of person that others want, that you want others to be around you. And it will greatly, greatly 
you know, be effective because you are going to be showing people just how important creating such support structures are for them. And when they see the benefits of that, why would they go back? Why would they go back to a situation where they never got support? So become the type of person that you want to see in others. And that will definitely get the ball rolling and begin to create something that will ultimately um, serve dreamers such as yourself. Okay, that's where I'll end today. I hope you found that information valuable. Um, if you have a comment, if you want to add anything to it, if you want to challenge me, please have, head over to kidando.net and at the end of the blog post for this uh, episode, you can leave your comment there or you can hit me up on social media. My handle is kidando, my handle is kidando, K-I-D-A-N-D-O on Twitter or on Instagram. Thank you for spending this time with me. Until next time, remember to always make progress and not excuses. See you.